Hey, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Dorenda Wilson Podcast. I'm Dorenda, wife to one, mom to eight, nana to 10, and 28-year veteran homeschooling mom. I'm also the author of The Unhurried Homeschooler, a simple, mercifully short book on homeschooling, The 4-Hour School Day, How You and Your Kids Can Thrive in the Homeschool Life, and Unhurried Grace for a Mom's Heart, 31 Days in God's Word. You can find all three of those books on Amazon. You can also find them at my website, DorendaWilson.com, and you can find the four hour school day at any of your favorite booksellers in addition to the places that I just mentioned. Also, if you are enjoying this podcast, would you please take a minute, if you can, to leave a rating or review from where you are listening. This really helps get the podcast in front of moms who have maybe never seen it before. And the whole point is we want more and more moms to be encouraged. So if you have a minute to do that, I would greatly appreciate it. I'd also like to share with you a testimony from a listener who decided to give CTC Math a try. She said, I took a leap of faith and tried CTC Math for the kids. I kept hearing you talk about it on your super helpful and wonderful podcast. Our lives are so much better with this incredible program. My kids beg to do their math lessons first, and it has freed me up to work with the other kids more intentionally because I'm not struggling to teach concepts to frustrated children. It is a wonder. I was planning to pay for a math tutor to come over to help, and now I don't have to search for one. Thank you. I've already told all of my homeschool mom friends. So moms, I hope if you get a chance, you will check out CTC Math at ctcmath.com. I'll leave a link in the show notes. Today, I'm having a great, somewhat short, but full conversation with Ashley Wiggers from Homeschooling Today. We're talking about a question that was asked um, in the, for the Dear Dorenda article that I write for Homeschooling Today. And the question is uh, from a mom, and she said, a homeschooling mom, and she said, how do I learn to measure performance in a homeschool way? We thought that was such a great answer or such a great question that we wanted to make sure that we answered it. So that's what we're gonna be talking about today. But before I do that, I wanna share something with you. You know, we all want our kids to grow up to be wise, mature, productive adults who follow Jesus and live purposeful, fulfilling lives. Nowadays, many parents are wondering if traditional college is helping or hurting that process. My friends at Excel College are changing the game in higher education by allowing students to combine a world-class, biblically-based liberal arts-style curriculum with hands-on skills training as they finish their degree in just two and a half years All of this while learning to thrive in the context of Christian community. And the best part, their model helps students graduate debt-free. If you want your student to learn how to build a life, not just make a living, send them to XL College. They have just a few spots left for their January cohort. Learn more at thexlcollege.com. I will leave a link in the show notes. Joining me for another edition of the Dear Dorenda video column brought to you by Homeschooling Today magazine. We like to say it's the magazine that makes you feel good, not guilty. I'm Ashley Wiggers, and my husband and I are the publishers of Homeschooling Today. It's so good to be with you. Thanks for having me. I'm really happy to be back. Awesome. Well, I just love the question that was submitted for this time, and I think it's really going to speak to a lot of people. 
So this person says, how do I learn to measure performance in a homeschool way? That's a really good question. And I think it's one that really kind of nags at all of us. Like we want to do things different than the public school system, the traditional system, because we know that it it, it works better for our kids. But at the same time, there's always that struggle of, am I doing enough? So it's, it's a difficult question. I think it's a a legitimate question because we all love our kids and we want to do right by them. But it's a, it's a, it's not a question that can be answered in terms of, am I doing enough? That's really the question we're asking. Am I doing enough? And so um, the problem with that question is that we, it's impossible to answer. You know, we would have to define what enough really is, and there's actually no way to know that. So it's really, really challenging. And so I think it's important to take a step back um, and really ask ourselves, what am I looking for? I'm I'm really looking for a measuring stick. I just want peace (laughs) about what I'm doing with my kids. We want to know that we've prepared them well for life, um, for whatever God's called them to do, which are all really, really good things. And it come from a heart of concern and care for our kids. Um, But I think sometimes we become really desperate for a measuring stick, so much so that we forget that why we're doing what we're doing. Um, What happens is we go back to that, um, that, that, traditional school system, which made the measuring stick performance. So Mm -hmm. it really didn't, doesn't matter if, you know, you can take this information, really understand it and use it in real life, um, as long as you can do well on a test. And so we all know that's not actually the best thing for our kids. And so I think if we step back and ask ourselves, what if we exchange the measuring stick of performance and replaced it with purpose. Wow, that is so powerful. I just think that right there, if we can get that in our hearts and really understand what that looks like from Mm -hmm. the Lord in terms of walking with Him and understanding who He made our children to be and replacing that idea, that wrong idea in our heads because we're looking for validation, aren't we? We're looking to be validated by the world. We're looking to be validated that we're doing enough for our kids. And we need to find our validation in the Lord. Right. And not in someone else. Exactly. And and that's the challenging part. And I think it's, it's, it's actually, it's challenging, but it's really, really good for us because it makes us lean into the Lord. Hopefully that's our response. That would be a Mm -hmm. faith response is to lean into the Lord and say, you know, my kids better than I do. Um, Can you please just show me what to do next? And we're content with just doing the next thing and also praying for wisdom for the future. Like if there's, if there's opportunities or there's things that our kids should be involved in that would help prepare them for the future, that God would make it really clear to us what those are. So we're not just randomly taking on a whole bunch of busyness and activities without intentionality. And the intentionality that we need to have as believers is that, 
you we know that God has put this in front of us and we're moving forward based on that. And so even as, you know, on a daily basis, as we're moving through our school subjects, I think it's really a great idea to ask the Lord and ask ourselves, what is the purpose of what we're doing right now? So if we can determine the purpose, we can pivot our kids' learning accordingly. And then this can also have the added benefit of smoothing the rough spots that are an inevitable part of the homeschool journey. So maybe you're um, you're doing math, it's not going well, uh, your child isn't focused, they're struggling with the concepts. And at that point, we're asking ourselves, okay, what's the purpose right now? Well, we would like them to grasp the concept, but maybe there's a different purpose that we're not really aware of at the moment. Uh, Asking questions is always a really good idea. I like to ask my kids like, hey, what's going on? And, you know, if you ask enough questions, kids will tell you what you need to know. Um, Maybe they're going to say something like, I'm just having a really hard time focusing. Okay, well, why do you think that is? And then they're going to say, well, I actually really didn't sleep very good last night. You're like, oh, okay. Well, now we've gotten to what's really going on. And we can maybe say, well, can you, can you just Um, maybe try another time or two. Let's see if we can get this. And if it's just not working, we can drop it today. So the purpose of that moment would be to give your child a break when they needed it. You know, other times Mm -hmm. it might be, I just really don't want to do this right now. And then you can ask questions like, well, what is it? That's why don't you want to do this? Is there something else you that's on your mind that you'd rather be doing? And, And just get them to talk. And then we can say, well, you know what? You can do that thing. Um, when you're done with these things. So we'll make sure that that happens. But right now you need to focus on what you're doing. So right now, what you're doing in those conversations is you're understanding your child. Your child is feeling and knowing that they're understood and known and loved right where they are. They're getting the opportunity to use their words to tell you how they feel about something, which is a skill that they need to know how to do. They're putting putting words to their emotions. I have one son who's, well, a few sons who struggle with that, but one in particular just really, really struggles with it. And so if we can kind of develop that in those moments when it feels like, oh, my child isn't performing and that makes me nervous and fearful. What we don't want to do is respond from a place of fear. We Mm -hmm. want to respond from a place of faith and trust that the Lord knows what he's doing. He knew before the beginning of time that this morning was going to go like this. (laughs) And he has the wisdom that we need to navigate it in a way that's ultimately going to be beneficial no matter what ends up happening. So um, it's, it's just so wonderful as homeschoolers to be able to pivot our kids yeah. learning according to um, purpose rather than performance. It just adds so much value and quality to what we're doing. Well, and we're not looking for that sign that, okay, everything's going to be okay. Right. I, I think right. we look for that sign and then that's what, that's what makes us retreat. When you have that moment where right. you could ask your child questions about how they're doing and mm-hmm. the fear rises up because you're, mm-hmm. you're like, but we need to get through this. We have to push forward. We're going to get behind right, instead right. of, oh no, this, there is a purpose for this child already. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter today whether or not we get through this math lesson. What matters is I know God has called us to this and I know he has a purpose in this and what's best for my child right now is what yes, matters. Exactly. And it's that it's that whole 
parental and mothering thing that we should be living out all the time. And that is what is actually best for my child. Because when we become fearful and we start reacting that way, we've made it all about us instead of them. And what Mm. we want is we want what is best for our kids. And that means that sometimes we have to sacrifice things. We may have to sacrifice the knowing whether everything's going to be okay or not (laughs) in order to just walk by faith. You know, what is faith? It's, it's, it's doing something with the hope of something else or the vision of something else, but not necessarily having it right now. So it's a lot of delayed gratification. And so that's something that I think our culture is completely really completely unfamiliar with, but there is so much joy and satisfaction in disciplining ourselves as parents to lay down our own desire to know and trust the Lord and walk in obedience to him and just do the next thing, trusting that he is going to work it out for our good and for the good of our children. And so I think that's just, it is a faith walk. I don't know how people do homeschooling without faith. Me either. You know, I just, I couldn't do it. I, I would just be a hot mess, but you know, the Lord is so, so good. And and I'm not saying I wasn't a hot mess sometimes because I was, but, sure. but I think that there was, there was so much more peace and there was so much more joy and there was so, uh, it was such a great experience because we had the Lord to lean into. And, you know, in James 1, I use this scripture all the time. You know, if we lack wisdom, God says he's going to give it to us. And he's not just going to give us a little portion. He says he's going to give it generously. And he's not going to withhold because we're not the perfect parent. It goes on to say he gives generously without finding fault. But our job and our responsibility is to trust that he's actually going to give it to us and not start leaning into our own wisdom. You know, in Proverbs, it talks about not being wise in our own eyes, um, but fearing the Lord, which is acknowledging him in all of our ways. Um, and shunning evil, this this is what he said would be health to our body and nourishment to our bones. And so um, I think this we all do this. We all lean on our own understanding. I think especially in our culture, because we have access to so much information instantly, mm-hmm. we can't stand the idea of not knowing <laughs> something. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and true, so this is, the, this is the place where we get to grow in that area and really trust the Lord with our kids. And, and that's something that is something we will have to continue to do as they become adults on even uh, a bigger and bigger scale. So better to start now. (laughs) Such good uh, advice. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're in that moment um, Mm -hmm. and something's not working, you know, Mm -hmm. and you're hitting that resistance in the math lesson and it's, it's a struggle. What would you say to a mom to be able to kind of catch her breath to remind herself, do they Mm -hmm. pause? Do they need to pray? What do they need to do in that moment? Right. I think remembering that God is always working. He's always working. And that hitting that pause button and inquiring of him, what what are you wanting in this situation? Um, We can even do this with our child. You know, we can, if we're just really feeling like we've kind of like tried a few things and it's not working um, because, you know, we, we grow in wisdom over time as moms and, and we have a little, we grow a little arsenal, a little tool belt of things that we go to that usually work. And then, uh, then sometimes they don't. So when that's happening, we can know that it is time to stop and say, Lord, what do you have? You know, or if you find yourself getting all worked up and starting to feel fearful, 
back off, hit the pause button, ask the Lord. He knows and he's faithful. And even give your child maybe a 15-minute break while mm-hmm. you spend some time sort of regrouping and ask, asking the Lord, like taking everything in and asking the Lord, so what do we do with this situation? There's so many variables on any given morning. No homeschooling day is the same. Maybe in the back of your mind, you know you've got a doctor's appointment right after lunch, and so everyone needs to get through everything that morning, and you're kind of nervous about it. And I, I know for me, when that happens, I will find myself just without realizing it, I'm pressuring my kids. It's not a normal morning and they're feeling it and they're responding to my stress. Mm -hmm. So taking the time to stop and say, Lord, what's really happening here? Is this me? Um, Do I need to change the way I'm approaching this? Um, is this my child? What, what do I need to do? And he is he is just super faithful. And, and I think that whole idea that you know that God is working, if you know God's working all the time, then basically what you're doing is you're looking for where is he working right now? And then you join him in that, whatever that is, and cooperate with what he's, he's doing. Because sometimes a math lesson isn't actually about the math. You know, maybe it's about learning with your child finding out how your child learns because maybe they're having a hard time taking it in because it's not the greatest approach for them or the greatest curriculum. It doesn't, I'm not saying ditch the curriculum immediately, but those are good questions to ask. Um, there might be another way, especially if this has been an ongoing thing, another way to absorb that concept that doesn't involve books. You know, for instance, you think about fractions, right? Um, my daughter-in-law was teaching um, her, it would be my grandkids, but her nieces and nephews the other day, they were all over at our house. And um, she was trying to teach them quartz and pints and all of that, but she was doing it with pieces of paper and and kind of like building a person with it, which is a really creative way to do it. But the kids weren't getting it. And then, but then all of a sudden, when we started talking about a, a gallon of milk and a quart jar and, you know, a measuring cup, that's a pint all of a sudden it started registering because it was real life things, pizzas, mm-hmm. pies. Those are great ways to learn um, to learn fractions. So sometimes our kids just need to learn it in a real practical way. So there's just so many different ways you can go, but going to the Lord first is really the best thing to do because again, he's always working. He knows what's going on in your kids and in your own life and your heart and your particular day. And he walks with us so faithfully throughout each day. And so I think if we just remember that and keep that in mind and really keep purpose at the forefront, Lord, what is the purpose of what we're doing right now? Um, You know, do we need to change direction? Um, those are all really good questions to ask. And the Lord is so faithful. He really is. I love that. And I found with my seven-year-old that sometimes just getting a snack, stopping right. and getting some apples yes. so that yes. he has something kind of to to do other than just focusing on working on, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is that we're studying Um, It can be as simple as that. And it can be be. as complicated as, you know, you need to have a heart-to-heart conversation. It's all just based on what God is doing in your family at that Mm -hmm. moment. And I think Mm -hmm. it really is such a blessing to be able to hear from people like you, Dorenda, who have been there, who have walked that and can say, I know God is faithful because Mm -hmm. here, look at where my kids are now. Look at where he brought us from and to. And that's so encouraging. So thank you for sharing that with us. It really um, speaks to my heart. And I know it spoke to a lot of other hearts as well. 
Well, thank you for having me. I just, I love encouraging homeschooling families and just want to encourage them to just keep up the good work. Keep your hand to the plow. God is faithful. You will see the good fruit. Exactly. Thank you. Well, and anyone interested in viewing the rest of the autumn issue, you can actually just go to digital.homeschoolingtoday.com. And we so encourage you to join us and subscribe to join the growing movement of parents who are choosing to homeschool boldly. Thank you, Dorenda. Thank you. Thank you.